hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So as always, who do I bring to you this week? I got to tell you, I don't know where I find everybody, but today we're going to be speaking with Natalia Garcia. Not just one thing, so sit back, because there's a couple of things that this powerhouse does. So she is a registered dietitian. She is a licensed nutritionist, integrative and functional nutritionist. So all of these, you see where we're going down this little pattern of Certified health and wellness coach, mindfulness-based eating awareness practitioner. We're going to see how we can make that connection and maybe reintroduce our mind to our body and maybe, I don't know, fall in love with our bodies again while feeding it the right things. And I don't like using right and wrong, feeding it what our bodies need. I have no idea where I would even begin. So I am so, so glad she joined us today. So with that, I say, welcome, Natalia. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm delighted to be here. It's an honor to be able to speak to your audience, especially an audience that is in the search for joy, which it's a, if you're building a house, it's one of the materials that you would use to build a home and Mm -hmm. It is an amazing contributor to our health. And I love your community because it talks about this, which is usually not talked about. No coincidence, because we did have to reschedule. And now when everyone is listening to this for the first time, if they're not hearing it on a replay, it's a harried time of year. This is holiday madness. This is you name it, bring in the stress, bring in the parties, bring in some poor choices, bring in, you know, where people don't want to see what January has to serve up for them. So now is a perfect time to learn. Let's delve in a little, just to get a little education as to what we can do to prepare ourselves And then more importantly, what we can learn to hopefully make some lifestyle changes that our bodies would really appreciate. I want to first start with, of course, 
tell us about you. Anywhere you'd like to start. Boy, did you go down and really get a little specialized. So tell us all about Natalia. Thank you, Stephanie. I, I appreciate, you know, my passion for what I do in the way that I do it, which is getting to the underlying causes of malnutrition or a medical condition related to nutrition has to do with my own struggle. I feel that sometimes people assume that experts that are in a field don't struggle. And in my case, I make my story verbal because people may see me. So like, oh, this chick has never struggled with food. Very fit. I play the World Cup for tennis for my country, Mexico, and I've always been an athlete, but oh, I struggled during my teens. I was a chubby kid growing up. I didn't fit in with the cool girls. And I was a little overweight, to be honest, when I was in my teens. And I went to study abroad in Germany. And because of lack of, I would say, honestly, joy, a lot of stress, also the weather, no sunlight, which I'll talk Mm. about how important Mm -hmm. it is for, for health and how joy can be found in looking at a blue sky or just looking at the sun. But anyway, I really missed out on that. And I developed a full-blown eating disorder going from 154 pounds at age 14 down to 83 living in Berlin. So that was rough. I had to be hospitalized and... Mm -hmm. The doctor said at the hospital, hey, if you have kept it up, you would have pretty much died in a week. It didn't click. Mm -hmm, It was a month later that I was in the hospital that my dad came in into the hospital bed and said, hey, honey, guess what? I'm going to call the tailor. And I'm like, great, right? Because no clothes fit at 83 pounds. That was a skeleton, bone on bone. It hurt hurt to sit. I had Mm. no butt, you know, (laughs) everything hurt. And he said, no, honey, for your coffin. And it was one of those moments where I feel sometimes we hit rock bottom. That was one of my rock bottom moments where I decided to choose life. And Mm. it it was due to his words that I woke up. I became aware of the state of depression and own suffering and misery where I have put myself. And I decided to live and it took me about seven years to recover and those seven years I developed a bulimia binge eating disorder restrictive eating obsessions with food not accepting my body not loving myself not just my body but my wholeness Mm -hmm. so my passion really for what I do right now came from that experience because I know many women and not just women men too because I work with men as well struggle with loving themselves, accepting themselves, and not falling into the traps of following every little bit of advice that is said out there. And therefore, I, in the state of Florida, in many states, in order to give nutrition advice, one actually has to be licensed and Mm -hmm. pass a board exam, and you have to go to school for this. And therefore, I went to school, passed my board exam. And after that, I decided to go to another school in the area of functional medicine and nutrition and pass another board exam on steroids and become board certified. And that is what I really love because I've now learned to, when I'm working with individuals 
who come see me because they have been diagnosed with a condition or they don't want to be on medications or they have symptoms like bloating or brain fog or pain mm-hmm. or eating disorders or whatever it may be. The thinking pattern is, okay, what is the root cause? What is What are all causes? What are the underlying causes that are driving this condition, this symptom, whatever it may be? That's a little bit of yeah. what I do and why I do it. That's a story, number one. And you know what? Obviously, God had other plans for you. Clearly, you did get the message finally and took it upon yourself to take charge in a different way because... I'm no expert. I've never had an eating disorder. But from what I think I know, a lot of that is control. It's something I can control. Nobody's going to tell me because I'm going to play the game and I'm going to control how little like I can live on the saltines. And it's a control thing because it's all in your mind. And maybe it's really ego talking that has really pushed you out of the driver's seat and says, hey, I got it from here. Here's what we're going to do. Then you wind up and you wake up literally a skeleton with skin barely. Thankfully, our bodies are the miraculous vessel that they are, and they're forgiving our bodies. We take that part for granted that we put them through hell and back, and they'll be like, all right, now she's turning the corner. Hey, let's rejuvenate. Let's start to function. Let's show her what it's like. But lucky that, I mean, imagine like if if the body was like, nope, she didn't take care of us. You know, fuck her. Nope. It, she's, she, we're done. We're not going to cooperate. So we have this vessel that will forgive us. And now here you are on the other side and spreading that wonderful word. So You said something, and it's a conversation that a lot of people aren't talking about, and that is the root cause. Because anywhere you turn, if you turn on your phone, on the TV, there's either medication that will help you get your weight under control, or there's a lot of different, you know, you can go paleo, you can go keto, you can go this, you can go, you can do a lot of different things, and you can lose weight. I think anybody can lose weight. I would probably win a thousand gold medals because I've lost weight, but have I maintained the weight loss? Two different things. So I've achieved part of it. So it's proven. I know I can do it. But the missing piece is how do I maintain? How do you stay and embrace that new lifestyle that you want, that you've introduced yourself to, that you may not find in the answer of the diet plan, and I'm using air quotes, that particular, do this for eight weeks and you'll lose, you know, whatever. Great, you will. Then what? So what happens to the then what? What are some good ways or even diets Should we even use the word diet or should we just get focused and learn what foods are good for our types of bodies? I feel that just like you, you know, we all get all information from all what we're exposed to in diets. It's a word that I keep hearing when people walk into my office or they book a consult online 
uh, the keto diet or let's count macros. You know, that's very common nowadays. And mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a way that's of me. Counting those macros, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel it's a, it's a tangible way for people okay. to grab onto. It's a very tangible. I'm I'm low carb, so it's very tangible. Uh, or I'm counting calories, very tangible on their 1,200 calories, 1,800 calories, you name it. And, you know, these are my numbers. But it, it really, in terms of even a diet, you know, like the keto diet, as an example, in my experience, working with uh, thousands of individuals, the ones who do diets, unfortunately, don't adopt the lifestyle that leads to sustaining the health, because it is about health. It is not about weight. I mm -hmm. always tell all the people that I work with is that the weight loss will be the side effect or the bonus that your body will show and that you will experience once you have rebalanced the systems that are out of whack and mm -hmm. address your root causes that have you not losing weight, that have you all constipated, that have you all brain fogged. And sometimes it is as simple as drinking enough water and mm -hmm. getting sunshine and eating wholesome, unprocessed foods. And I want to use an analogy here that I use a lot in I need you to think about food as a Christmas present, right? Mm -hmm. so, Stephanie, what would happen if it's Christmas morning and I give you a present that is wrapped in 50 boxes and 200 sheets of wrapping paper? Tell me, how are you going to go about unwrapping that present and using it and enjoying it? It would take a long time. I'm unwrapped. And do I ever get to it? I might get frustrated. Depending upon how much work I had to do, I might just be like, well, come back to this. I might lose my focus, even though it's a present. It's work for your body. You want to think about food in those terms. If you eat foods, if anybody eats foods that have a thousand ingredients, maybe it's not a thousand, but have <laughs> ingredients or 20 then it's like those wrappers and those boxes that your body just are totally foreign to your body, to the physiology of your body. And your body is of its own chemistry. So you mm -hmm. bring something that is different from its own chemistry. So these ingredients, additives, preservatives, colors, fillers, unfortunately, stay in our bodies, these wrappers, causing cells-to-cell -cell miscommunication, leading to a lot of sickness and illness. So we would want to see food that only has one ingredient, like eggs, as an mm -hmm. example, just to use a food, instead of a protein shake that has a thousand ingredients that is all wrapped into the to-go. Yes, we all want convenience, and I get it because we live in a world that we feel that it has to be that way. But I need you to think back to the analogy of the a of the present if you have a present that is wrapped in just one box in one sheet of wrapping paper like an egg right it's just mm. that. how do you think you can enjoy that and that's broken down so simply break open the egg you know what you're getting and it is interesting and i want to come back to the whole to go convenience to go here you go on the run when did we think that eating behind our steering wheel is a good idea and keep going versus I'm old. So we used to, I don't know, sit at the kitchen table. 
and eat and have, I'll say simple, even though they might have been frozen vegetables, they were just broccoli in the bag. So it doesn't have to be hard. And then we're not even going to touch on meal prep yet. I want to get it to a couple other things. So we are ingesting a lot of extra items, additives, et cetera, thing, words we can't pronounce. And our body is taking it in reluctantly. And it sounds like then our body's protest is, all right, well, this really, you know what, I don't know what the shit is that you've just put in here, but hey, we'll just have a little inflammation. Let's do that. Let's, you know, make your knees a little achy. So this way, maybe you won't feed that to me next time. So it's almost like the body is definitely protesting. It is. And sometimes we listen and sometimes we don't. Or sometimes mm. we take it as normal. And I say this because when I start working with individuals and I have them collect intakes, when I ask a little mm-hmm. questions, sometimes they ask me, Natalia, how come you ask me about my poop, my bowel? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Very about? important. <laughs> like, because at the end, we are what we eat and our intestines are a lot of the machinery that really has to work to absorb and digest. And that's where metabolism starts. And if somebody's digestive system is thrown off Mm -hmm. and uh, we have bowel movements every three days or Mm. every time we eat and we're exploding in the car, then that's a sign of, hey, what you're eating is not helping and your bloating will continue and let's do something. And unfortunately, many people just feel like, oh, you know, I just always left with an upset stomach and Mm -hmm. I'm always going to have heartburn because I've always had it. I'm just going to take Tums and that's just, it's normal, but it's not normal. So having that awareness that it doesn't have to be that way, I feel it's huge. So there are alternatives and the alternative doesn't perhaps come in a pill form. I'm not a pill fan. I I would rather be like, there's got to be a better way. Let's see. How about we'll do some honey? Maybe we'll do this. I don't want to have to take a pill if I don't have to. And then thankfully, I'm good. And I'd like to continue that way. But a lot of people do get into like, oh, okay, well, now I have to, I might be pre-diabetic or I might be this and oh, I have to. And and I think, well, did you ever think of if it's, you know, weight related, talking to a professional to work it out, maybe educate a little, get on a, a different path and try something different. Because anything that we're, you know, we're doing up until this point that got us to this stage, when people seek you out, it hasn't worked. You know what I mean? It's like, they have to go to you, they have to go to the professionals, because they want a different result. Yeah, and that's when people sometimes reach out, because they've tried all that's under the sun, they've been counting calories, macros, and they've been doing certain diets. And despite that, sometimes they don't feel any better. So I always teach, you know, the seven ingredients of health, just basis for every human being, you know, which is not just food. I mean, wholesome nutrition is very important, probably number one. And these are not in priority, just so you know, but Mm -hmm. wholesome nutrition. So whole on processed foods, 
will lead you to be healthy because we cannot expect to feel healthy or be healthy in the meat suit if we eat unhealthy foods. But then there's mm-hmm. also sleep, quality sleep, enough sleep, enough and quality water, also breath, which I mm-hmm. think forget to we live in the go 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 and sometimes we breathing really shallow and our parasympathetic system is just it's just not there and the sympathetic system is where it's we're in fight or flight and if we live in fight or flight and we're not breathing it's gonna be very hard to not stress eat and to not feel irritable and to actually digest food because when our body is calm and this goes back to your point of sitting at the table or be mm-hmm. really present and when we eat just eat that's the moment when the body can actually make digestive enzymes in the mouth to start breaking the food down and when the smelling of the food can prompt the liver to make uh, bile and gallbladder to make bile for fat digestion. So there's a lot of science behind this, but I just wanted to touch on breath and how important it is to breathe, not just for our digestive health, but for our overall health. So that is a big ingredient in one of the seven that I've mentioned so far. I've mentioned wholesome nutrition, wholesome Mm -hmm. foods, enough sleep, enough quality uh, water, then the breath Breath. and movement. It's huge. It is so important. Whatever it may be, you don't have to do a marathon. You don't have to go to the gym, you know, for an hour a day. It doesn't matter. It's just your body. We're meant to move. And I feel that nowadays we get stuck in the idea that our priorities in life, it's sometimes there's no room for movement and mm-hmm. movement, it gives us life. It, it keeps us young and it can also turn into joy and playful moments that we forget to experience on a day-to-day basis that are crucial to our well-being. Any kind of movement, especially in nature, if that's possible, brings mm-hmm. a significant amount of blood flow to our brain so we can wake us up if we have a very heavy, intense day. It can impact our mood in a way that we don't even comprehend and also our, our sleep because you're bringing a lot of blood flow and oxygen to this organ that the brain I'm talking about, that it's going to be functioning the entire day you're interacting with people as part of your work. And interestingly enough, that blood flow also brings blood, which is a nutrient to the gut so that it can digest. So a lot of my folks tell me, well, you know, I sit eight to 10 hours a day. My, how do you expect to feel better and maybe not have digestive issues? If you think about the gut, maybe you don't know this, but the gut is the size of a tennis court. If you flatten it out, it's huge. Hmm. Right. Wow. I'm liking all the visuals so far. Go on. (laughs) So we need blood flow and oxygen to be healthy. Going back, it's not just about eat this, not that. It is addressing all the components that will make you as a human being and the amazing elements that we are to thrive Mm. and self-heal because we have the potential to do that. Say that. We have the potential to say that again. To heal. Self-heal. Yes. And we forget about that. Ah, yes. 
We certainly do. And so far, what you've named isn't anything that isn't available to everyone on this planet. Maybe in some parts of the world, the water, but you haven't named anything that Amazon doesn't care. It's just, we don't need any external, just need the simplicity of the basic of, of just look, look around and stand up while you look around. Yes. The one that I missed to mention was sunshine. Sunshine mm. is so important to wake up our hormones and our circadian rhythms are very tied and impacted by the amount of sunlight that we get. And I do understand that in some regions of the country or even the world, there may be less sunshine at certain times of the year. Mm -hmm. So that is an ingredient of health for health that sometimes we forget and that if you notice and if you become aware of how you are with yourself and to other people when if you have interactions or even how productive you are when you're creating these amazing mm -hmm. uh, podcasts it has an impact because we get vitamin d from sun and it has so many different functions in our body and what I really want you to know is that deficiency alone of this vitamin can trigger mm -hmm. immune disease, which is insane. So grabbing the seven ingredients for health, enough sleep, enough water, breath, wholesome nutrition, joy, love, and play, which I'd love to expand, movement, and sunshine. If only it was that easy. Because it's like it is. And, and you know, sunshine, check. I am the biggest sun lover, sun worshiper, sun everything. And believe me, if we have three or four rainy days or cloudy overcast here in New York, I have, you know, yes, we have winter, but the sun comes out in the winter, but it's a shorter time. And a lot of times I will leave for work in the dark and come home in the dark and it's not good. It's just not good. I need to see a little daylight, not only see it, but be in it. It definitely affects the uh, the overall mood. And then with that, part and parcel would be like, oh, okay, let me have a grilled cheese. And, you know, like, let me just, oh, okay, we'll just become that whole land shark and, and just start eating crap. That can be the trigger and that can be the habit. Yes, indeed. We live in a world of processed. We live in a world of fast and to go. There are a lot of options out there for cleaner, whole foods to eat because we have so many health issues that have never really been so prevalent, like autoimmune. You can't throw a rock and not hit someone that you know that has some sort of an autoimmune issue going on. How does that tie into, does that go maybe into a root cause? Or if you have been diagnosed with an autoimmune, depending upon what you might be suffering from, probably is there better food choices to make to combat what's going on in your body? Yeah, great question. It is food-wise. I mean, of course, going unprocessed it's the best way to go. A lot of research talks about grains, dairy, 
in legumes not being very helpful for somebody who is maybe in the autoimmune spectrum? Because sometimes we're somewhere in the spectrum, but we don't get diagnosed with a full-blown autoimmune disease until we really feel really not well. And we go until you're in a flare up. And hopefully a doctor runs labs to actually diagnose it. And mm-hmm. uh, it sees that a lot of people are in the spectrum. But to manage that condition, my recommendations are always no dairy because of the proteins in dairy that impact our digestive and also inflammatory balance, as well as grains, including quinoa. Oh, it's a great food. But if you have been or somebody is diagnosed with autoimmune conditions, grains, unfortunately, don't help with our immune health. And mm-hmm. I can talk about this a lot. And, and maybe we'll save this for, for another part. But people would really benefit from not eating grains, dairy, processed foods, and sometimes legumes. I love legumes. I eat lentils. They're amazing foods rich in folate, B vitamins, iron, protein, and mm-hmm. for people who are on the plant-based wagon, which is not a bad wagon to be on. It's just like the diet, right? Sometimes there's always mm-hmm. oh, everybody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it may not be the best for everybody, and it's actually depending on your blood type. I see a lot of people. Sometimes guys come into my office. They tell me my wife put me on a plant-based diet, and I feel like crap. I can't function. I don't have my stamina, and it just it, the diet that may be out there that could be the most healthy diet being shot out there may not be the best one for you. So going back to legumes, they're great. However, when there's an autoimmune condition, people tend to do better without. So I just wanted to clarify based, based mm-hmm. on your question. And then one more thing on, on the autoimmune, are there foods that are good? So I, if, you know, stay away from dairy, stay away from your lagoons, but you should, you know, maybe eat more fruits or something in this family is there. And I, again, is it a food group? Uh, I, I know nothing about it. Yeah, it's mostly on processed anti-inflammatory, really single ingredient foods, eggs, fish, we need omega-3s for our brain and omega-3s are anti-inflammatory So, and we can find them in fish, but meat is okay. Hopefully if it's grass fed, because then mm-hmm. you can get the corn or the grain that animal consumed in our system. Mm-hmm. If you have autoimmune disease, chicken, turkey, like meats are healthy as long as they're not processed. That would be my main message. Mm-hmm. Vegetables are great. Uh, sometimes people go to go home in what I call like the nightshade family, which are spinach, peppers, and tomatoes. And these are healthy, healthy foods. However, they tend to be pro-inflammatory and mm. already have chronic systemic inflammation. That may not be the best, but powerful foods, pretty much most of your fruits and veggies, your animal proteins, eggs, turkey, meat, beef, all are right mm-hmm. as long as it's unprocessed and mm-hmm. hopefully not grain fed and starchy veggies as well as squash and sweet potatoes are wonderful. Uh, fats like nuts. I would avoid peanuts because of their fat profile there. They don't tend to be the best. They tend to be more pro-inflammatory, but mm. um, cashews, walnuts, ground flax seeds are great, avocados, coconut oil, olives. There's a lot of food out there to eat. 
Definitely a lot of choices for sure. I guess I look at food just so generally, you know, nuts. I'm like, okay, nuts. And then you say, no, but the peanut. And I'm like, oh, okay. Those little innuendo that I just say, oh, that's a food group. Okay, we'll take that. Oh, that's a carb. You know, carbs have gotten such a bad rap, like stay away from carbs. But yet in the right combination, I've always been of the school of thought that your body needs all of these food groups. You just need them in the right combination. And that's kind of the secret sauce. And that's where, again, Natalia comes in to say, okay, let's see what's happening here. And can just changing the diet and perhaps eliminating, I did plant-based six months and I did eliminate dairy and I eliminated meat. I did eat eggs and I ate fish. I was struggling because I was not very well educated and I never kept my protein up. Like I couldn't eat more. I'm like, eggs, that's the easy one. Cause I, my go-to would be, here's a yogurt. Let me have a hamburger. Let me. So I struggled with that. I did it not to lose weight because good news, I didn't lose weight in six months. I did it to see if my cholesterol would get lower and it did. To me, that was the test. And I'm sure the dairy part had, and probably the meat. I mean, I'll still, I don't eat meat every day, but I eventually, you know, went back to eating some, but the dairy part I think is something that from what I see, it, definitely adds a lot and doesn't bring a lot, even though it's, you know, great protein source, great this, great that, it brings on so much inflammation. It does. And there's a lot of clinical trials about dairy and its protein casein, it morphing into something that we know it's caseomorphin. So it morphs and it acts in our op- in our receptors in our brain, and it's known as an opioid type peptide. So Hmm. if you have addictive behaviors, it will lead into more addictive behaviors. And this casein protein found in dairy also has been shown to really have a greater incidence with autoimmune conditions, psychiatric conditions, and also hormonal imbalances as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if the numbers have changed just because of being the dairy alone. And now you're leading me into hormones. Hello, hormones. You know, I find myself on the other end, uh, entering third act, which is great. Okay, menopause behind me. Fantastic. I'm there. But then everything comes to a complete standstill. Because I'll keep doing what had worked in the past. And I'm going to have some movement with that because I do definitely move my body at least five days a week to no avail. So these hormones have, I don't know, stopped talking to my metabolism or what are some steps that we can take to readjust? Because metabolism can be readjusted. Where does one even begin? (laughs) <laughs> and I don't, and, and it, you know, I mean, if you're going to say, well, you know, increase the exercise, like a lot of people just think like, oh, let me exercise more. Let me, I'm not a runner cardio. I'll do so metabolism. Talk to me. 
well, I, I understand the frustration, you know, of your frustration. Many women come to me, you know, my, my body is changing. My hormones are changing. What can I do? Because I feel that I am not processing foods and the calories from the foods and, and it's just not mm-hmm. working the way it used to. So there's changes that happen. And sometimes what women will do is exercise more or more intensely. And that may be the case for an individual, but sometimes it is just changing the type of exercise or sometimes giving the body a rest. I have an example for cortisol. Cortisol mm. is one that sometimes can be plummeted if we're chronically stressed. And that stress can be work-related, personally related. And sometimes we don't tend to our emotional and spiritual body to cultivate joy, peace, Mm -hmm. abundance, and gratefulness to calm down our bodies. And therefore, our hormones get all out of whack because of that simple stress, stress management. So Mm -hmm. metabolism changes have to do with our stress. And I feel that we need to, we tend to comport, compartmentalize. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's once it's my age, it has nothing to do with breathing or with being more present Mm. and cultivating joy. And it can be as simple as that. Now, when it comes to metabolism, there are changes, but not just at a certain age, As an example, a lot of what I do is functional testing, and I will sometimes test nutrients that drive metabolism, like Mm -hmm. magnesium and B vitamins and iron. And what I find is that a lot of people are deficient, but it could be that earlier in your days, your body had a less of a toxic load and less of a miscommunication between those hormones. But now that the body is getting older and that the stress has not been managed in that the imbalances in other systems that we have are greater is where we just don't seem to see anything moving. So it's not just about hitting a certain age. Yes, it is about that age that our body has now be like, all right, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to (laughs) lose my belly fat or whatever, but not, it's not because of the age It's because of all the years before that age. And that's what people tend to feel, yes, hormones change, which are hormones. Sometimes we can use botanicals to balance those hormones Mm -hmm. naturally. And that's very effective stress management. We look at possible toxins in the water, in the food, in cosmetics, believe it or not, we live in a very toxic world, which impact our hormones. There are Mm -hmm. certain chemicals known as obesogens, which are really make you obese. And these are endocrine disruptors, hormonal disruptors. But these Uh are things that you may have been consuming your entire life, like MSG or BPA or you name it. There's tons. And now that it's like, oh, it's because I'm 40. Oh, it's because I'm 50. Mm -hmm. But get you at any age, maybe you just become more aware at a certain age and then blame the hormones, which yes, they're going to change. Going back to the root cause, see what we think it is because I'm older, because I'm, you know, entering third act, whatever it is, but yet it was so many other little triggers that added up that got me to this point. Coincidentally, when I put the age thing together with it. Or coincidentally, when someone is saying, oh, you know, I changed jobs or I I sit now more than I I used to or so we're always 
looking for what we think might be something on the surface, but it's root. Yes. It goes back to us. And, and when you go back to one of your pillars of just breathing, I say it all the time. I say it every day to, you know, you name the people I say it to because everyone, like the littlest thing just throws people, it just, they go from zero to 12 and I'm like, it's okay. Let's just breathe a minute and then just take a minute just to disconnect what's going on in your head with a breath or two. I'm not asking you to go into transcendental meditation or anything. Just, just breathe. Okay, mm-hmm. now tell me what's going on. And if we just took that little moment, whenever I, a lot of episodes when we talk to different coaches and, you know, they say something so profound because it's so easy, but yet we're not, guys, we're missing it. Like it's so in front of us that we can't even see it. That's how easy it is. Yes. So, If you guys are hearing anything from this gem-filled episode so far, and that is take a breath. Yes. Take a pause. Pump your brakes. And I hate putting that little time thing on it because I don't have a minute. I'm busy. Take a breath for however long it takes. That is so true and so simple and we forget. I mean, there are so many problems or issues that we're faced with. And again, a lot of it is food source. It might be quality of food source also. Again, as we hopefully we do better when we know better, now we're aware of what they're feeding, whatever it is we're ingesting. Guess what? We get that also. So there is a movement and there is movement in a different direction that can be embraced. You know, some people, I think back to the whole foods, but even when you you eat farm fresh or organic, you know, how good is our soil than it was years ago, but it's better than grabbing, you know, whatever at 7-Eleven to go and because it's easy. The same grapes that were in your house, in your refrigerator, but you didn't take them for your car ride, because we have to eat in the car, we're going to stop and buy a little cupful. And God only knows, A, where they're from, how long they've been there. It's silly. I agree with you. Okay. So your clients, do you do one-on-ones? Do you do online work? Tell me how, if people want to find out how maybe they you can help them, how they're going to reach you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I am in all different platforms and I have different programs. I have online programs where people can go and take a mini course. I have a mini course where it ties in the gut and the weight connection, but where I also teach a lot of self-awareness about eating habits and eating triggers. So Mm -hmm. I offer programs online. I also offer group programs. I actually have an upcoming 10-week program where I walk people through the journey of self-transformation, where we talk about the chemical, right, which is the nutritional, the microbial. I have them collect a stool sample if they're having digestive issues. It may be another sample if they're having other issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I like data. I'm a, I'm a little scientist and sometimes mm-hmm. 
you know, food can go a long way, but when somebody has a specific concern and it's been on chronic, then, hey, let's, let's test and not guess. I'm a big proponent of that, especially if something has been chronic and it's a very, very annoying or very taxing for that person's quality of life. And this is a program where I also bring awareness about the emotional and the spiritual where they learn how to make peace with food and their body. So there are techniques for self-acceptance, self-love, even meditations with food so that we learn how to eat our favorite foods in a way that we feel good about them. I have a chocolate meditation. I have a healing self-touch meditation where you actually become aware of what your body does for you instead of judging it all the time because it doesn't look a certain way and I'm talking about the meat suit that everybody's so obsessed about it looking a certain way instead of feeling mm. a certain way. So yeah, that's my approach with a lot of people because it's not just the outside, it's the inside. So it's really healing and transformations from the inside out, whether the insights be the gut or whether the insights be your heart and your relationship to yourself in food and also your your mind and how you practice awareness or non-awareness of your eating habits in your day-to-day existence. Hmm. So to learn more about these people can find me on Facebook. I am on there and people can find me under Natalia Garcia. That is how they can Mm -hmm. find me. And I have a group for women who are struggling with autoimmune disease. Also where I talk about how to prevent it and also with weight because a lot of women do have a lot of weight issues and digestive issues, chronic pain issues as well. My website is fnwellness.com. The name of my business is Functional Nutrition and Wellness. So therefore my website is fnwellness.com. I'm also on Instagram posting videos about my life and I talk about joy a lot. Post pictures of me and my little puppy, my furry angel, who brings a lot of joy into my life uh, because she's just funny as heck and she just makes me laugh. So I'll sometimes make videos on make time to just experience a moment of joy or craft joy as part of your day-to-day existence because Mm -hmm. it is so important and I can be found there as food.and.health.coach. I am also on LinkedIn, and you can mm-hmm. look up as Natalia Garcia, RD. I'm a registered dietitian. And also on Alignable under Natalia Garcia, Functional Nutrition and Wellness. I also have my YouTube channel where I mostly have client testimonials where people talk about their experience and their journey. So... I encourage a lot of people to watch those and let me know, hey, I resonate with this person and this is the approach that I would like to take with you. That is where I can be found. And yes, I welcome anybody who is looking to make peace with food and accept their bodies and just learn how to love themselves with the right food and get answers. Drop the mic. Done. Just drop the mic. I mean, okay, A, she's everywhere. So wherever you hang out, you will find her and make the connection. We've lost it along the way. We've disconnected our minds to our bodies, to what to reconnect and to rediscover. Yes, joy, of course, but that doesn't, joy is not the first step. 
Self-compassion, forgiveness, step one, first rung on the ladder. Joy's up there. It takes a little couple couple steps to get there, but it definitely is an inside job as you're describing, and we all deserve it. We just all deserve to, uh, what do I say? Just be kinder to yourself and the self-talk and you wouldn't talk to your best friend or your child like the way we talk to ourselves. So start there and then see how quickly you can grab a joy flag because you can. I love it. I love that. So true. Well, this has been phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And your knowledge is, I mean, and we can go on and we should actually in in the new year, we'll maybe in the beginning, especially, you know, kind of set everyone on a good page and a good springboard to achieve whatever goals that they might have. And we got to learn because whatever we're doing may not be working. So we don't have the answers. We didn't go to school for this. We didn't learn the science behind it all. Where are we getting our information from? Our phones, the commercials that are driving, you know, buy this product and that product, and that's why. So let's bring it on back and let the experts tell us, uh, you know, lead us to a better, healthier way. This has been phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, website, joyfoundhere.com. I want to hear it. I want to see those comments. Five-star review, of course, because that's all I ever bring you is five stars. Thank you. Take it in. I think this one you're going to put on replay. There was a lot of information that covered just, you know, if you find yourself like, wow, I think she's talking about me. Natalia's everywhere. So reach on out and get some more answers from her because I know she's got them for you. And until next week, be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.